Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Good day and welcome to Extreme Common Sense with your hosts, Trisden and Ray. We hope to leave some of the social polarization behind and dig into the gray area middle of society and politics. When the far left and the far right hate us, we will have succeeded. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Extreme Common Sense with Trisden and Ray. Now, this Ray, I would argue. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned you didn't this give on me the a chance to say hello today, man. Do, you are. Did anxious. you want? I don't have headphones in, so I don't know. You know, I'm, Hi. I'm, I'm, Hi, I'm not. I'm not in my chair. Hi, I'm, I'm no oh, headphones. Oh, that's true. You're in the I'm completely center. out of whack, man. This is a little different. This today. is different this for is me. Our first time with two guests. It is, is cool. our first time with two guests. Yes. And I don't know if you knew this, but I grew up very poor. So this is you know, okay. So I this actually is, didn't know that. The reason this episode is extra special to me is because four minutes ago, I just saw a check for a sponsor not for 30 the podcast. Seconds, not 30 seconds. You couldn't talk about the weather. My kid's no, 27th birthday. No, how cool is that? Look, so we do our, have our, a sponsor. Our dream it has really come to cool. fruition right. today. No, this, this is very cool. Yes, I, I agree with you. It's it's a pretty cool thing. And so. You took a picture and that picture will get posted. We will post that. It will be on Facebook long before you hear this. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, but again, I think uh, we'd planned the show before we knew they were actually going to sponsor. So it's kind of a win-win. We were bringing on some nice folks to come chat about some stuff. And also they want to sponsor the show. So you can't beat that. Hopefully stuff that you and I will um, sort of be able to have some references on. I mean, you collect baseball cards. It can't be that. I guess you should say who our guests are going to be. Well, they're your uh, friends initially and coworkers, well, so I don't want to take that from. Well, I can if you like. Daniel and Asa, and they're going to be opening a shop here in Bria um, within the next couple of weeks. Dan will talk about that, but we're talking about like Dungeons and Dragons and magic and those kind of things, D and D and magic and Dan's. Before we invite him in the studio, I see him out in the hall shaking his head. <laughs> so I've already got something wrong. Nice and yeah. I have no frame of reference. At I really all. don't either. So it could be an interesting show. Other than like I, I consider myself a bit of a nerdy guy, and I think society has sort of pawned that off on some of the D and D stuff, at least in popular yeah, culture. I'm sure so Dan can address that. So we yeah. can sure dive into that. But right. you know, other than myself collecting baseball cards and having juvenile hobbies, like I don't know much about D and D. And no, nor do I. But I would assume there's some similarity in the collecting aspect of it, right? I, well, there's a ton of value. I know a lot of the magic cards and things. Just <clears throat> you know, it wouldn't mean anything to me. I could see you know a twenty thousand dollar magic card and wouldn't know it. You were probably a little too old for Pokemon. Right? I remember Raymond yeah. getting into Pokemon. Yeah, it was and a, collecting I cards. Probably and, been in my twenties. Right, that point. right, right. But uh, yes, Daniel is going to sponsor our program. So that means that every week we talk about the show. So, uh, I mean, we talk about the shop on the show. So we're going to have to come up with something kind of cute to keep it well, it, you know, and lively. If nothing else, I do that stupid bit at the end. Um, so I could make them the sponsor of, of my little okay. stupid bit. Well, there you go. For, Brought to, to this, you but we should also probably mention them a couple times. Absolutely. We should really overdo the promotion for them for now. And then, you know, if we get a couple more people, we might dial them back just a little bit. Right, but, right, right, right. Well, but as the only pays. sponsor, we certainly, we talk every time. episode is brought to you and by a, Bad Wolf Gaming. I was going to say a really cool name, Bad Wolf Gaming. So with, I guess without further ado, we might as well invite uh, Daniel and, and Nasa in. Isn't this usually where we do the... Fake effect with the door slam. Uh, yeah, sure. So, wow, they're already here. Daniel, how are you, man? Fantastic. fantastic. No, there you go. That's cool. Nasa? Doing good. So this is our first time with two guests. Now that you guys are in the studio, we've done several shows with a single guest. So we will do our best to get everybody on board. And uh, So, Dan, you are opening a shop in Berea. Yeah, that's, that's a, a short sentence. That's yeah, a- definitely. And it's been a long process, too. And, a stressful process, you know, but um, I'm really excited about it. You know? And in the interest of full disclosure, Dan and I worked together for many years um, at Galaxy, and and th- and so I know this, but you can explain to people this is kind of a really sort of a labor of love, a passion, but also a tribute to a deceased friend. Yeah, uh, I mean, the name Bad Wolf uh, for any nerd types out there comes from uh, the show Doctor Who, right? Um, so I did know a, a that. buddy of mine, uh, I Clyde, did know that. 
recently passed away from in October from uh, complications from COVID, oh, no. and Bad Wolf was his gamer tag um, in in everything pretty much. So, and it was just uh, a good way for me to you know yeah, honor tribute. him, and, yeah, and honor his, him, yeah, and what we did did together growing up, you know, essentially. That's kind of what brought them together as friends. Oh, uh, that's and, cool. And then held them together like for life was like their passion and um, love for gaming. Yeah. So, that's really neat. Like they would get together and game or I would go in and he's talking to nobody and I'd say, who are you talking to? <laughs> What's Clyde? Yeah, and he's on the other you. end, yeah. you know? So they, they stayed friends for life over really, really bonded cool. over gaming. So has this come to you, Nasa, because of Daniel or are, do you have a bit of a lot of it? Yeah. I'm, oh I'm yeah. A lot of it. A lot of it. I drew it out every, yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely call myself a baby nerd. <laughs> I mean, I was always like closeted nerd, I guess. It was like in, into things like I would, I, background is I grew up super religious. So I would sit at the lunch table and watch the like golf kids play magic and be like super envious that they were playing this really cool looking game. But I was like, I can never play that. Oh, that's you know? so I've like, never heard anybody say I was envious of what I really was. I, really, I, was, I was always just like, that's Words so that have cool. never been spoken. I'm sitting here with a bunch of girls that are like talking about each other. And I'd much rather be over here playing some cool looking board game. Right. But anyways, our card game. So Daniel definitely brought that out of me. Actually, when we got together, I realized that I was a, you know, an adult with a career and a child and, had no hobbies. I had no hobbies. So, like, my whole life was just revolved around my career and being a mom. And I think a lot of moms can relate to that, not to get off on this topic of... Oh, please you know, get... Oh, no, that's, okay. that's okay. where our show... We often cool. say, we, we often say, Nasa, we called the show Extreme Common Sense, but we should have called it slightly off topic. Because <laughs> okay, we well, digress constantly. Me. Yes, perfect And that, that's a thing, right? Like, a, oh, a yeah. lot of women like seem you, to... And men, I think men too. But I think it's very common for women is we, we kind of lose our identity. Um, and so that was one of the things that, um, when I got with Daniel, I was like, this guy has like 10 million different hobbies. Like, <laughs> yeah, what in the not world? Not all like, of which we can like, discuss. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. right. And I was I think like, we should. <laughs> and they all seemed really cool. And I was like, this is just so cool. He has all these hobbies and passions. And I was like, I have none. But this, so then I started kind of like peeling the layers back. I was like, okay, what did I enjoy doing as a child? Or can I try something new? So I kind of got into, at first, I think I, Got into like drawing again, so which I pick it up on and off. I definitely am like an ADHD hobby person where it's like pick it up, then put it back down, and uh, you know, it's not a long term yeah, thing. Closet fulls of things at the house, yeah. Daniel closet fulls of things, one, yeah. yeah. Stuff. And um, so after maybe a year and a half or so, finally he talked me into playing DD. I went to oh, yeah? several sessions. And would just watch, or I would like bring cookies. <laughs> yeah, she'd, she'd like take a picture and be like, "Oh my god, he's so like he just I can't believe his mind." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I was like, "Gosh, you have such an imagination." Anyway, <laughs> um, so he got me into D and D. So I was still playing. I'm, I've been playing for on and off four years. I'm still very new to it, and I still am the worst person at the table. And I still have so, to explain the rules. Well, she's still, yeah. So it's our running joke too. It's like funny. I always ask what's what constitution because I'm what's, like, I can never remember. What so, is. so we are going to impose upon you to sort of give me and Tristan a, a synopsis of of D and D as 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 briefly as you can, which may not be very briefly. But before we do that, um, tell us the location of the shop, where you're at, and and essentially what you know what your plan is, what you think the what you'll be doing. It's uh, we're so we're at Seven Eleven Chestnut Street, uh, Suite Two, right next to uh, the new uh, Berea Shakes place that just opened up recently. Um, it's D and D board games, card games. Um, we've got two like private game uh, game rooms for people to come in and and you know kind of get away from everybody else. They need to to enjoy their hobbies away from somebody. Uh, we also have like an open play area for people to come and play. Um, so. Yeah, and this is truly. Nick doesn't like the play area. She doesn't like that name. She, I don't like calling it open play. I don't know. Area. Why. I don't know. I don't know what I mean, else we can call what it. You, what I was going to say, what would it just what, sounds what, kind of like R-rated? <laughs> Sorry, hey, that could be a selling point. I didn't, and make sure you be. check out the open I play like area. The, 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 <laughs> the private open. rooms do have windows, so we make sure people yeah. aren't. I like whatever. to call it open, open openly playing. Open no, no role play. No special role play. Well, yeah, we're already like we have role play games. Come to our open play room. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's like get the wrong message. <laughs> 
But obviously, this is a lifelong passion of yours as well. As Nasa said, a hobby, but but really something that um, that you love. And it's something I've wanted to do since I was, you know, we first started this kind of thing. You go to like a and a lot of nerds. I'll say it, nerds. A lot yeah. of us, a lot of us do. You go to one, you're like, man, I want to own a game shop. And so it's, but it's a lot more involved than what it is. Like, hey, I just own a game shop. Here's, you know, we buy three boxes and go. No, it's a lot more involved and a lot more. More stuff yeah, I actually that, stopped on the way down and got a little tour, so it, it's a lot of work. And you well, can there's see. definitely nice. those type of shops, though. That, oh, there is, yeah. Like the whole like in the wall shop that's yeah. just like basically a clubhouse for yeah. you and your I mean, friends to hang out. But we don't want to. We don't want to have that kind of a game shop. I'm we not want to trash talking about you or nothing, but yeah. <laughs> so you know, who is your target audience? Um, yeah, like we were talking about earlier, it's like everybody. I want people that are not used to gaming, whatever. Like you play you know, Rook or whatever at the house and right. come in and, and play board games, you know, and hang out with us and maybe pick Rook. up a different or play Rook. We're thinking about doing well, Rook tournaments. It is funny. So my wife will often, uh, often a couple of times a month, uh, come with her sister and her mom and play some gin rummy at the bar, yeah. which I think is fine as long as there's no money exchanging hands. But every right. time they would play, Dan would kind of walk out and, you know, you could just see his interest even in something mm-hmm. as simple as gin rummy. So it's obviously um, a passion and, yeah, and we became, needless to say, we wish you the very, very best. We've become known as, the, the game family at our family yeah. celebrations. It's like, oh my God. you guys bring the games. Well, Daniel, so bring your toys. Bring your toys. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, because, you know, cards is something growing up uh, Eastern Kentucky and Floyd County. I grew up poor. As, 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 <laughs> hey, um, but, unite. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and it was card games was one of the things, you know, sure. card games or Monopoly. There's but there's pictures of me as a child. We're sitting in the, in the floor of the living room playing cards with my nieces and nephews. That's cool. So that's something I grew up doing a lot. And, you know, Rook, all that kind of stuff. Uh, a a wonderful games. and inexpensive uh, yeah, hobby. Cheap. You know, our yep. friend Donna, who we lost, unfortunately, also to COVID. Donna and Don every night played some gin rummy or, or some other version of that, which is very cool. It really is. Yeah, I really. We actually have had a lot of people interested in just like basic card games. Yeah. On oh, the page. Cool too. Yeah. We didn't even realize. And there was like 76 people in this group that I like. Last, it was a last minute thought because some people had commented. It was like, let's have Rook tournaments. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll make a subgroup on our Facebook page for like card games at Bad Wolf. And there's like 76 people on there. We didn't even realize it for like two weeks. It has more than like the D&D group or anything else. I'm like, geez, we're going to have to have a Rook tournament for sure or something. Because yeah, once we feel, figure out the logistics, what we can do, right, prizes right. and stuff for that. But. Do you have a uh, an opening date, opening day date in mind? Yes, we do. We're going to have the grand opening on February the fourth. Okay, we're going to do a we're soft opening. Like we'll, we should be open the second. Yeah. Um, like just to go through the motions, get stuff ironed out, um, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we should be open. We're going to do the grand the opening. Grand opening. Ribbon cutting at, at noon. Uh, Bria, uh, Chamber of Commerce is coming. They're going to do like a Facebook live and walk through the store and all that sort of thing. I think Nace is going to do that. I'm not going to talk to them. <laughs> we'll have cookies <laughs> and you know talk. some things like that. Drinks and uh, so all those fun things. Do you Maybe have a, a, any? I'm directing this at Trisden. Do you do you have any idea of what Dungeons and Dragons, what D and D is? Only the vaguest knowledge. You know, I, I mean, I think it's funny we've thrown around the term nerd a few times in here, and it's sort of. Uh, it's funny because I feel like, and I'd say you guys probably do too. You almost think of that as a positive. You think like fun, oh, yeah. kind of smart people. Yeah, it's become that, right? It is sort it, of it, it like, was sort of a pejorative, back right? When and I think the movies, sort of embrace it now that yeah, it's kind of absolutely. yeah, we're smarter than you and, and kind of thing. right, right. But right. you know, other than sort of like the I don't what's the the show with Sheldon like uh, uh, Big, Bang Big, Bang. Big Bang Theory, yeah. and you sort of see it a lot in pop culture. And then I read a lot about it uh, last night, but no, as far as like. Having uh, having ever played or something, I have not, but I am excited, and I think you and I should road trip over once we can for the show. Uh, absolutely, but so all right. So give hilarious. us give us the thumbnail, Dan D and D. You just give us a thumbnail version. Thumbnail version. I mean, and it's kind of a generic term in itself when you say, "Hey, we're going to play D and D." There's a lot of tabletop top games, um, like you know, just science fiction with you know laser swords and and pistols and stuff to the the swords and horses, what we call like, which is your typical atypical D and D game where, you know, it's like wizards and that sort of thing. But, you know, usually a game is four, five people. One person runs the game. They're the whole world's in their head and everybody else has their character, that's the, their role they play. In the case that's, of D and D, that's the, the dungeon, dungeon master. master. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, that's typically the role you play. Yeah. Typically. Cause nobody else wants to do it usually. And that's where Nasa was impressed with like, wow, there's a lot going on. I don't in this, know. I there's a lot going on in this guy's head. He wooed me over. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I, just, I usually just sit down at the table and start like throwing Espousing. things out there and, and like doing the role play with, of, you know, various 
what we call NPCs or non-player characters. And just like, it's from my head. I don't prepare anything ahead of time. So, you know, so. do the people who you assign the role to have any input? Or it comes yeah, from I mean, your head? Yeah, they choose. Like, you'll choose what, what your character is, what your race is, whatever, what your your background, that sort of thing, the course. And I usually try to incorporate that background. They'll have, like, depending on who it is, you know, a paragraph to 10 pages, whatever. Oh, and you kind of incorporate bad. that into the game. And people love that, you know, like, hey, that's part of your part of the world now, you know. You've you've attributed you know contributed to it whatever so I can say this I've never had my baseball card collecting ever have a, a female look at me and be impressed so that <laughs> in itself he likes to flirt with me that's in a game fair point yes. yeah <laughs> I've probably had quite a few women that would have been like hey look at this guy who then said oh you're collecting baseball cards I've I've got to go wash my hair that's fun so, need to mention yeah. uh, like Dustin Kelly also he's our like our business partner absolutely in this. he's the main the main card guy whatever that's his forte. Like he, it's what he brings mainly to the team that and his like his the online uh, sales and stuff like that. He has a lot of experience with that, doing having done that previously. Um, but we were talking about it today, like or yesterday. Um, like sports cards are worth immensely more than anything like Magic oh, yeah. or Pokemon. Like that's you know. He showed me one on uh, one of our distributors' website, and he's like, "Just keep scrolling, keep scrolling," and it popped up. It was thirty thousand dollars. And this was what this was. It was for like, a sports for like, card. Oh, for like a, a, yeah, it was like 10 cards or whatever, and you got a chance to get like a LeBron signed thing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just for a like, chance. You know, yeah, just that's for kind a chance of your, to get it. That's, that's kind of your crazy. purview. I mean, yeah. Tristan used to, well, you remember at, at Galaxy, we hosted the um, sports uh, card show. The, yeah, the baseball card show yeah. run by Donald, which I think he might still owe us some money. So, no, no, he doesn't. But, <laughs> I'll collect uh, that. But Tristan showed up every week. Do you? Once a month. Do you see Donald? Yeah, yeah, I'm do. sorry, once I a do. month. Yeah. And you showed up, and I know you weren't going to spend money not to make something because I know you. So you, you uh, would, no, you I would just go collect. there and, and I know Nolan Ryan was your guy. Definitely and, my, yeah. So were you machine. looking for something or were you nah, not really? You know, I, I collected as a kid and it was funny by the time I came to college and really sort of quit collecting, the market was crazy. Like before it was it like was. you could get a Topps or a Donruss, you know, and they were worth a couple bucks. And now they've just, you know, they've limited the amount of production. So you, some cards, they release one version of it. So it's literally, there's only one card made. So yeah, I mean, there's some of these cards that are just released in packs that are 5,000 bucks the day you open a pack and pull it out. It's insane. And so you would know. you know, you had that card if you, if D- you depending, that yeah, pack? almost, almost definitely. But yeah, for sure. And I mean, I wouldn't have a clue. To Nace's point, can a card, you know, reach the $30,000 level? Oh, Mickey Mantle's rookie at this point, I think, is like a $10 million card. $10 million. $10 yeah, million. Like bucks. Yeah, like some Honus Wagner, like his early, like the, uh, it was a limited production tobacco card worth several million dollars. There's a, like, LeBron, there's a one of one LeBron James rookie, I think, that's in the millions. There's a ton of, you know, extremely valuable cards. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's, that blows my mind. So you're not going to get into sports cards? No, definitely, because that's... Unless uh, you bring in Tristan, nothing, he no. might be your consultant. And I could come over a couple hours a day and you know, talk about it. Put up card. a little sport card corner. Hey, you do it. You talk yeah. about it. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe. I mean, so, so, but I will say, I think uh, the market has exploded. Man, I don't oh, know yeah. if anybody's excited by what I'm saying or right, anything right now. But if you did bring in like a, just anybody to do, or even just some packs of cards to sell, it would get you a you know an additional income stream right i mean it's a hot market well we want to meet the needs of the community so i mean if we had a bunch of people coming in asking for it daniel's gonna say no but i mean no we're not gonna spend 30 grand (laughs) no because not the average you know person's gonna come in and spend that anyways but i mean i don't have a problem carrying them if people walk if enough people walk in and say we're not gonna be experts your whatever whatever they're called nowadays diamond was it not diamond what's the diamond kings is yeah something like that yeah Whatever it's called, I mean, yeah, eventually I'll be like, okay, yeah. Was we'll that the in. new tops? No. Yeah, I mean, there is kind of Donruss, Bowman. Yeah, Donruss, I know, yeah. Diamond something. I watched is Topps these unpacking is Topps videos, gone? But. No, Topps is still around, but ironically enough, they just sold or they lost their contract with Major League Baseball. So oh, wow. they've been bought out. So in like three years, um, all the baseball cards essentially are going to be new ownership from uh, – if I realized I was going to talk about it, I would have written the name down, but uh, just a – not MOB Authentics, but there's a different brand like that that just bought out all the baseball card and distribution rights. 
So it's going to get interesting in a few years, but I think they also purchased tops. So <laughs> our one listener right now is falling asleep listening to me talk about that. But uh, so, yeah, it, it's pretty interesting the stuff going on. themselves get compensated when your picture They shows? do. They yeah, do. I don't okay. think it's – I think they sign individual contracts with tops or Donruss or whoever. So, but there is some version of that, right? With so magic, then is what? But not the generic magic, but specific to the like game. Magic no, the tell us what once. the generic magic is. I was like, to, what does David Copperfield do? Uh, I mean, you know, magic Penn, don't Penn and Teller have that show? I think they do. Where they What's, tell oh, you, oh yeah, where you try to trick them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah fool trick. us. I think it's called fool yeah, us. Something yeah. like that. I mean, you know, it's it's was like physical cards for the longest time, and then recently they did like a uh, an online version of it. But I mean. People still, I think the competitive magic circuits kind of like died down a lot, but uh, with the pandemic and stuff, other card games kind of popped up, you know, and a lot of people know like Pokemon got super crazy, like popular recently, like that just blew up. So it's like right. yeah, it did, lines. out of yeah, nowhere, it's, right? It's gone nuts. Yeah. I mean, a couple people have made like their living off of that, like, you know, last year or so. It's ridiculous, like that game. Now, do but, you um, plan on Pokemon cards? I mean, we'll have some packs, but I don't, you know, we right. bought we bought some singles today, but you know, it's... I don't see it our main focus. But like were I said, you, if people walk in and say, hey, where's all the Pokemon cards? Like, all right. Were you into Pokemon? No. Yeah, because that age didn't quite work. I was, right? I was in the Navy. You were in the point. Navy. Yeah. yeah. Caleb, Caleb was into Pokemon yeah. for a while. So we've yeah, got a bunch of that. He's got a whole house. binder, yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, actually, Raymond has a bunch of, has several binders as well. Is that something you ever messed with? No. Other than one time I did almost, or I threatened to fight somebody over a Pokemon card in middle school. That's nice. That's <laughs> he probably doesn't even know the story. Yeah, they were going to trade my brother with one, and they back like my brother gave them the card, and then they didn't trade their card back. And so then I was like, my mom works at the Board of Education, <laughs> and if you don't give it to me, I'll get you suspended, which totally could not have really happened. Oh but they gave it to me. That's they gave so me the funny. Pokemon wow. card. <laughs> so, you know, I've gotten violent over Pokemon. You extorted a Pokemon card. Do you still have it? <laughs> I have remember no what idea. it was, Charizard? <laughs> but see, I can remember Dan uh, Raymond when he was maybe 10. He's 27 today, so 17 years ago, in, around 10. At the old Hastings, they would um, yeah. uh, sponsor Pokemon tournaments. Yeah, they had like a little. They'd set up like five tables. They and would. tournaments and stuff. I yeah, they, a bit of, they tried a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah, it was a cool store. But you know, now you have. Well, Bad now Wolf we have Gaming. Bad Wolf Gaming. Now you got Bad Wolf Gaming. <laughs> exactly right. right. Yeah. And there and there is an online presence. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, for for all those like for Pokemon and there's Yu Gi Oh and stuff like that. Apparently, there's a big Yu Gi Oh um, like crowd in Brio, whatever. So, oh really? Yeah, looking forward. We you know met one today. You brought some cards in. But so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of games like that. Like there's just like four or five, 10, 20 collectible car games that people play. It's just oh, I'm sure. the crowd, you know? And so. you had, uh, I stopped in the store on the way down. You had quite a collection of dice or die. I don't, I, die, dice? Dice. Dice, dice. dice yeah. is plural. plural. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. a single die is a single one is a die. And so that's sort of another aspect or those are the you, way games are played? Yeah. Those are like what you, you know, you, you like. During D&D or whatever, like the DM will be like, all right, so so you're trying to sneak up on some orcs or whatever, or whatever it is. That's a generic thing or whatever. Right. But you know, right, you know, you'll make a stealth check, and you'll roll like the 20-sided dice and add your skill modifier to it, and that's what your your total is. And the, the DM sets like a difficulty level for that. Yeah, so, so a lot of numbers involved. So it's like an accessory to a lot yeah. of games. Yeah. I mean, and right. there's other games. And we'll other- sell all those accessories, like the boxes for them to hold their cards, dice trays is another big thing. Yeah. What else do we have? Dice bags. Yeah. Uh, you know, just all those accessories. So there's levels like anything else. If Trizan and I are starting out, you're making it pretty simple. If you're sitting down with guys that have been playing as long as you, this can get pretty intense. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, involved. we can, I mean, you can, there's uh, rule systems where you sit down and there's no dice involved whatsoever. It's just, you're talking about what your character does. And and if it goes a little bit out of the rules, whatever, then it gets a little harder on you and stuff. It's, I, yeah, I've played, I've played games where it's just, there's no dice game. involved. You're just, it's just, but it's mostly on the DM again, or the games master or whatever the term is. And they're just determining, they're talking to you and it's just exchanging back and forth. What's going on. It's essentially storytelling, which I think there's mm-hmm. a game, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, it's called like the storyteller or whatever. So it really is a lot of imagination. See, Dan always had a, and and we, and we never, it never came to fruition, but we used to talk a lot. Dan always had an idea of writing a um, sitcom based on the bowling center (laughs) because we had all the freaking characters, you know, you had the crabby old bastard in the back. You had a, you uh, were, no, (laughs) well, no, I was the crabby old bastard in the front, but then we had the, you know, we're not going to associate names, but we, (laughs) 
we had the guy who go ahead know, and give Daniel a name. Couldn't associate with. Was he? Uh, <laughs> there were he times was, he might have been the crabby guy. I was going to say he was the crabby old <laughs> I did about two episodes of that. I don't know oh, did you really? Yeah. I don't yeah. know yeah. So, so Maya, awesome. you've been in our building. My contribution was that a running theme in the sitcom would have been that there was always a swinging door because you're looking for somebody in that place, and it's like, you know, where's Dan? Well, he just went there, and there's a door swinging, like because you would sort of follow around each other in that circular from the bar to the snack bar to the guest service and never catch up to the people. But yeah, that, so obviously that's, um, I bring that up to show your imagination and, and that's, um, a huge part of all of this is just, uh, and obviously that impressed NASA, um, which, but <laughs> that's, that down. look at the brain, on but that's, but that's <laughs> that, that is very cool. So what, what character would Trisden be? Uh, I see like a gnome. Kind of gnome, oh, uh, I can kind of see that. Kind of hurtful, a little bit. No, I mean, no, just, I mean gnomes are hair and stuff. The garden gnome, like a, <laughs> I don't know, a gnome. I don't know what. Hey, you could be like a gnome fighter, and like there you go. Really now it just oh, got cool. Okay. Well, just a little, little cool. Cool. Just got cool. I just enjoy fighters and barbarians. She just likes killing everything. <laughs> like I'm the person that shows up for the D and D session, will halfway pay attention, and yeah. I'm like, when are we killing stuff? And that's yeah. it. That's all I wanted to do. It's like kill, send me kill messages. When are we going to kill things? Now, all right. So you said halfway pay attention. So, and Dan knows this. This is a pet Which peeve of mine. Um, can you do this with all the kids? And I don't refer to you as a kid, but, you know, on their phones? <laughs> or is it something you got to pay oh, attention to? I make to? people put it down. Nice. Good. Uh, unless, good. Good. Unless I'm like, I have a role where I'm like, hey, if you want to have a, because there's a thing where you'll pass notes to the DM. If your character wants to do something, you don't want other people to know about it. That's the only thing. But obviously, if I see somebody on the phone, I'm like, stop. Yeah. What I'm doing and be like, hey, can you put your phone up? It's kind of disrespectful. And we talked about card games, even a little just basic gin rummy, that type of thing. But that's sort of what cell phones have kind of killed, right? Just sitting together with friends and family. Oh, sure. And playing, like yeah, you yeah. don't see it as much. People would rather stare at their phone and yeah. do the same thing. I think so. So that's a nice departure at Bad Wolf Gaming, you uh-huh. know, or any of these things when you can just look at somebody and not be constantly and I staring at your phone. that's needed with the pandemic and everything. I think people are craving that, you know, Completely. you know, kind of interaction. We've had a lot too. of feedback Absolutely. on that. A lot of people and that's want the, to bring their families in on, on you know, and and play in those private game rooms already and before we even had the place set up. That's cool. So, right. yeah. That's very cool. We have the retail space. Obviously, we want people to buy things. But we a big part of... That keeps us there. Yeah. Over half of our physical space is community space for people to gather, you know, have events, um, have your game night there. I always tell my friends or, like, other moms, or they're like, you don't want to clean your house, but you want to have a game night, come to Bad Wolf Gaming. <laughs> you know, we, we got you covered. You don't even have to clean anything up. Yeah. And we have the games there, so you don't have to buy like a $30, $40 game unless you want to keep it. But, you know, sometimes gonna, you buy those games and you play it one time. Sure. Yeah, so sure. we're going to have a game library. Yeah, so, explain that. Say, like, explain yeah. what the game library that's, that's So we're going to have a game home. library, and you can check out the it's games. Like, it's like five bucks, like five bucks a, per, a day whenever you come in. But you don't lose that $5. It goes towards store credit, yeah. and you can use it to for anything in the store, a drink or whatever. Or you can save it up because, you know, we have this amazing POS system I'm uh, great idea. for. And you can save up your store credit and eventually buy that board game that you want to get or whatever, or something like that. Yeah. That's, nice. a, that's a great idea. And a if, I, if I've got to be a gnome, Nasa, what is Ray? Oh, gosh. Obviously the master. I mean, Dan would step aside <laughs> willingly. I would love to see Ray no. run a D the D game. That would be fun. What would Ray be? <laughs> run it. I just got to yeah. learn it before. <laughs> I'm thinking like a, a half orc. Oh yeah, half orc, half orc, barbarian. I like no. it. Doesn't sound no. great. Oh, absolutely, yes. No. Half orc cleric. Okay. It's role play, right? So the opposite of what you normally. Is. Yeah. Oh really? I, yeah, so I like a religious to play character. Oh, I would love to see you playing a religious character. character. Ah. That would be good. That would be good. Uh, so, and I'm sure Trisden has no idea either. So you're getting uh, giving us a little bit of the particulars of the game, and the ultimate goal is, you know, how do you win? Whatever the DM decides. Oh I mean, yeah. Okay. You know, they can go on for. Like the a game I played in or recently where with Clyde ran, actually. That game went on for like four or five years before four I four or five, four or five years. years. I joined it. I played the beginning for a couple of times, then I kinda of left, went away. Like he kept running it for some uh, for uh, for the group. And then I recently rejoined it before he passed. We about a year or so before he, he passed, I joined it back up. Ah. He, he never finished it though. It's still sitting there. I can't imagine uh, how it yeah. would feel to be a part of something that was five years and then done. Yeah, like that is a it's a big thing. That's yeah. yeah, that's rough. That's a commitment. That is a commitment. Yeah, and, that's and, a commitment. And like, do people get um, very competitive? I feel like most no, things that's a great that you question. Do, yeah, like, do you, are people mad and they if they lose or I think I if, get you bad a lot into, if you put a lot into the, a character? You what, and, Nasa? 
You might get mad at the DM. Yeah, like if you pull oh, out yeah. your character and it dies, like you're playing for five years and your character dies or whatever, I'm sure you're, you probably throw <laughs> I've thrown some books and some dice and walked out. You know, oh, yeah. Times, oh, that's but, a good well, you know, so that's cool question. There is some, that is some, uh, it gets some a, emotion there. Emotion, yeah. yeah it gets yeah, a little yeah. emotional. You get it attached. Does, you get attached. Yeah. You get attached. And, and the and longest so, I've ever played is six, sorry. The longest I've ever played is six months. And I'm still oh, attached really? to that campaign. Yeah, I'll be like, okay, we're going to play this. Can and I play like, this can other character? No, they're level that? one. Well, I just so, want to play this one. So no. I would imagine, so so Nace is referencing, uh, you know, the creativity, oh. what she saw flowing in your mind. But I would say by the same token, if you are um, sitting there and getting assigned your role, you could go as far with that as you want. You can do accents. You can do oh, yeah. uh, oh, definitely. all of that kind and of We thing. don't really assign it. You know, you make it up. As you're you're, yeah, you're you making your character up. We're just talking about what we think you would. Okay. Do but, most people come up with their own voices? Is does some people do? Like Nasa doesn't. She does. Come on, Nasa. Let's hear it. Absolutely oh, let's not. Go. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, I don't. I won't on. even do it in front of David. I do. I even, I even do like mannerisms at the table and stuff. Like I recently, my character was like kind of psycho or whatever, and she was like at one point, like my character was away from him. She so she talked to the rest of the party and was like, I think we need to kill him. <laughs> I was like, because he was like crazy. He would just like talk to random pieces of like. Well, I'm he would, like, used to talk your to, like, a, flirting a wooden with me. Pole and this or one was just Let, Let's hear a little bit. Like it. It was, I mean, he was just crazy. Whatever. It wasn't really a voice. It was kind of like a. I would call them like what their names weren't. Whatever. I call her like Amy or something. She's like, that's not my name. My like, right, Amy. And you know, he was just he was crazy because his background was he was. This is kind of this is super nerdy. Getting deep into it. But uh, his background was he was like a commander of like this squadron and they all got wiped out and he was the last survivor and it kind of like hurt his psyche a little bit, you know. So he was just crazy. He was chaotic. So it was kind of funny. And And there's like, I think I heard you say a typical game and I'm sure it can be any number, but like you kind of like four or five. Four or five. I mean, I've ran, um, I sat at a a game shop and, uh, Dustin actually worked there, but um, and I had like twelve people playing because Dustin be like, "Oh, Dan's running the game. Oh, Dan's running the game," and he would just like people would just like flock to me. So it's like, I mean, twelve players sitting at this table. So my lack of and Tristan. So you must be of, pretty well respected in the dungeon master community. Then <laughs> yeah, there's like two people. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, that's well, <laughs> but no. uh, and uh, so my nativity, not, not naiveness uh, towards this may dumbness you explain things. The fact that I'm an idiot. Um, are the players competing, or is it just? No, a, there's no real. Comp- it's no actually real working together. Yeah, usually okay. over to you know stay alive and, and defeat the big bad. What they call it, big bad evil guy, whatever. That's what that's called cooperative game. Um, oh, okay. So there's like different categories of games. So you know, some people do like the competitive. We have friends that we play with often, and we've realized, okay, certain certain people do better with cooperative games, and certain yeah. people do ah, better with funny. competitive games. Ah. You find out a lot about people over a board game. I'll tell Definitely. you that much, but. Yeah. Um, but we always have fun. But yeah, there's different. Like I like types. to follow the rules. Like oh, he's sure. a oh, you are. Follower. Oh, I know that he is a <laughs> oh big rule follower. If, if yes. we don't follow the rules, it drives me insane. Like I lose my mind. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah. No. And I'm you. not. I'm just like, let's just that. go make it up. House rules. Come on. No. Opposites attract. There's rules for a reason. That's, yeah. that's one of my favorite sayings. That's rules for a reason. Because it's been it's been play tested through and through. There's a reason. There's rules. How would you describe your marriage? Who's the rule follower and who's the one that likes to fudge it a bit? Um, depends I, on the, I guess it depends on the situation. Uh, yeah. I'm married to a rule follower. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not a rule follower. No, no, I am actually. Yeah. I think that's why it works, but yeah, no, it's, um, I, I, I having to get, having no, I, I do like, I like to skirt the line. A little do you? Bit. I think Ray has some gray area. I don't, yeah. that's always told me at the bowling. I don't have any kind of gray area. It's either black or white with me. I don't yeah. have a lot of gray. You know, I'm more of a gray. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I, well, yeah, as far as that goes, right. There's very few things in life that are absolute is what I always say. So I, I try I to stay fair. in the gray. I, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I really do. Yeah. And I'm uh, feeling so, But it's easy to get locked into the black and white sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's we where we are now, I thing. think. Well, no, no. I mean, again, slightly off topic. Extreme. But that's topic. Unfortunately, that's where we find ourselves, I think, with so much is the, the absolutes, you know. and Right. Just one fist gives you the other fist. I think the wonderful thing about being a child is that life is so easy because it is good and bad and black. And right. Bad. And literally for me every year older, I think, Oh wow, there's a lot more gray in everything, mm-hmm. which again is sort of, you know, going back to typically our shows a little political, you know, you just sort of think, and I think a lot of grown folks don't have the vision to see that, man, there's a lot of gray in both parties and right. politically. So now we've hit our political quota. We had to say something, right. but, but no, I think it's fascinating. And definitely the older I get, the more I feel like, man, there's a gray area there. How about comic mm-hmm. books, Dan? No, no. <laughs> no. There, I mean, just, I, I, I've, I enjoyed comic books as a kid, but there's just no, 
it's just hard to keep up with them and it's a lot of overhead and I don't know. I, I don't think f- again though, if we had like a, a lot of people asking for it, we would have. We would so have. how, I don't know. Bigger. I mean, you got to <laughs> well, go where the still, money is. I mean, exactly. I enjoy, that's I, what business is. I don't know. I are enjoy, you, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy them still, but I don't. And you're still pretty fluent in that world. You know, uh, somewhat. Comic I mean, books. it's, I mean, some, Marvel's put it back on the map with the movie. He tries right? to keep up with it. I think he tries to always oh. keep up with like what's new and what's current, but he doesn't like collect the comics. Yeah. I don't got you anymore. Were you yes. ever a comic book guy? You know what? I did collect comics for a little while. Um, <laughs> I collected Valiant. Do you remember Valiant mm-hmm. comics? Yeah. Uh, and I thought they were going to blow up and the market died on them. And I like traded them all for a Christian CD at the flea market. <laughs> yeah. It was a very bizarre story. <laughs> but, but I was like, you just take them, you know, have probably like two grand that I'd spend in those things. Was wow. there a time in your life where you were, you had found Jesus? You know what? It was just a pretty good it? CD. I, yeah, I grew up in a... <laughs> Wait, in a, in what a, CD was it? Do you remember? It was, I think I can say this on air, it was uh, Two Honks and a Negro was the name of the CD. What? It was like this progressive... Oh my progressive, gosh, this was a Christian CD? Progressive Christian rock CD. And uh, I, the what guy was like... What uh, age was this? Describe. They used the word really? progressive very loosely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, it was ridiculous. A ridiculous story. Um, but yeah, so I, I grew up in the Baptist church. I mean, now again, I'm probably, you know, hugging agnosticism and atheism a, a lot closer, but, uh, yeah, you know, and it was a good song Two honks and a Negro. <laughs> Google that. They probably need some hits. That's probably on YouTube. What now? What, what year are we talking? This is 1995. Oh, wow. Okay. Again, this quoting. I don't use the term unless I'm speaking about the Negro League. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it was pretty oh, ridiculous. Like so yeah, so I trade for your comic book. So did the trade work out? It was a pretty good trade. No, it was horrible. Oh, I spent two grand on comic books, and I traded it for this awful gospel Christian <laughs> contemporary CD. Well, hey man, I uh, I sold all my baseball cards when I was nineteen for like three hundred bucks, and I know for a fact, Trisden, and I couldn't tell you the value, but there was a Nolan Ryan rookie card in there because I grew oh, up yeah. in Jersey and I had wow. all the Met cards, and that was I, there was a point at which that card was valued at probably five grand. So whoever that was that bought them from me knew. What oh, yeah. what he was buying? Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. depending on the condition, like were your cards in sure. good condition? Sure. Yeah, I can't because they were in I decent I condition. Didn't have yeah. them, like in plastic and stuff, so probably only only okay. Um, so it's just it is kind of endlessly fascinating. So will you in your store be running games yourself, doing the? Yeah, my plan is to uh, anyone that walks in that says you know they have some interest in D and D or learning or whatever, I'll, I'll I'll sit down with them if I need to right then and talk to them if you want to talk about it. We're also planning on Sundays having like a beginners kind of a course, oh yeah there we go Tristan um, I like it yeah you can I'll come in there. for free and we'll sit down and make character or we'll you know I think we've. Discussed like, we have the like a and stuff. workshop we have that you can sign yeah. up for, and it comes with like dice and a miniature and stuff. Or maybe a player's or, handbook or whatever. Or a player's handbook. There's different like levels of it. Yeah. What um, get you started? You know, a lot of board games come with ages. You know, for ages five and up. What would you say about D and D? Of all ages, just like I said, just all ages. The DM. I mean, there's people that run it for their little kids. You know, Caleb like, started uh, Caleb. playing when he was like what. Eight, maybe. Caleb, oh, yeah. Caleb playing whatever. He, he, he got us all up. killed. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Total party kill. I killed my son in D&D. Total party kill. But it was, a, it was it fun, was though. He, he, it's a he memorable moment. We always laugh about he it still today. So. His character name was, this. the newest one was named Leroy. He didn't know anything about that, that Leroy video. Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins thing. Ray's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Do you know Leroy Jenkins, the I, reference? Oh no. Okay, then never mind. Well, tell us. Now you got to tell us. I mean, there's a YouTube video. It's like a World of Warcraft video whatever okay. this guy he's his name is Leroy whatever and they're they're going to go into this dungeon and do some stuff whatever and this guy they're like all right Leroy's AFK this is what we're going to do we're going to go in there and do this 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 they're going through their plan whatever and then the Leroy guy comes back and he's like all right guys I'm back let's do this Leroy <laughs> and he just runs in and like starts pulling everything so it's like, become oh a yeah, it's like he's a like a legend guy. I guess it's like a legend yeah. whatever, gotcha, so. gotcha 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 yeah. so and, and if you guys would like to treat yourself I, you know I think this is going to add listeners um a little bit of DC Talks, uh, Two Honks and a Negro album. No, from it's YouTube. DC Talk. Yeah. Oh, oh my you God. Do I, had, I probably had that album. See, it was pretty good back in the day. Is there any copyright infringement here? No, okay. that's not a thing. Okay. If, if, we'll take it out of that's the check that Dan gave you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you only play so many seconds. It's so like, you were familiar with this? Yeah. That's oh, why that's I was it. If you only play a few seconds. Yeah. 
Uh, well, wow. I'll give you play less than 20 seconds. So two seconds is enough. For that that <laughs> was $2,000 worth of comic books for that CD. I, you know, I probably had that CD. We nice. do kind of freelance, and there's been a few times behind this mic where I've wondered, but what the hell is this show about today? What are we doing? Well, what I was, think it's pretty fair that? to call it a I, departure show. I apologize to everybody. Out there. <laughs> well, no, it was a fine show stuff. up until that. Yeah. That's the first uh, time we've... Taking uh, something off our I, phone. I, I thought it was important that our now. listeners got a little taste you, of two honks and a negro. And you sort of knew it. Fitting. You sort of know it. I don't remember that song, but I do remember DC Talk very well. They were one of my favorite. Bands. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. So they were on Arsenio, so they must have been pretty big. Uh, yeah. At the time, you might have to do a reprieve on that before the show ends, like another seven or eight seconds. Yeah, that, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, people need that in their life. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that in 20 years. Oh, man, that's crazy. So, uh, so all right, so we talked now gaming, Dan. Just tell us now about the nuts and bolts of, of doing a business, man. It's I, I, I was down there. There's boxes everywhere. There's cardboard oh everywhere. It's, 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 has it been more than more than what you, you know, a, a lot more than more, what you thought? Like I say it's a lot more than just buying a couple of things, sit down and sell it. It's a... Uh, you know, license licenses and yeah. this and that, inspections for whatever. A lot of government rights type yeah, stuff. stuff. I'm sure. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But know, we, we distribution, also. Getting, getting stuff in the store or whatever, uh, and that sort of thing. Distributors. Yeah. yeah all that all kind that. of stuff. Um, yeah. It's been, it's been crazy. So. It's emotional, no pun intended, but it's a bit of a roll of the dice, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You have to. Uh, you know. I, don't, I don't get any say where anything goes in the shop. It's between uh, because Nason, of Nason. Nason, Nason oh, yeah. doesn't just fight over I'm it all the, the time. I'm so the self-appointed creative. Like, I'm um, the, like today, the tables are in a director. weird spot. She got mad about it. So well, <laughs> it is very creative because again, having stopped, which I'm glad I did, I have some reference. I mean, some of the stuff you've done is really cool in the store. Yeah, in the private game rooms. Yeah, like, you should see the way they're very thing. So we have one that's like a medieval. Castle dungeon, whatever yeah. you want to call it, room with a big nine foot table. Um, eight could fit up to ten people in there, and then the other one's gonna be like a steampunk themed room. So yeah, we, a lot of we put a lot of effort and we put a lot into you know we didn't just want the flimsy chair lifetime chairs and tables, which is what you see in a lot of game shops because especially both of us. I know you can't see oh us over God. the. <laughs> over the thing, but we're both large Hate people, those tables and, and they're so uncomfortable. Even I feel like even thin people, I feel like find them uncomfortable. So we invested a lot in like nice tables and chairs because we want people to come and spend time there and and just make it feel like cool and inviting. And then, smart thirty chairs from a church. Yeah, yeah so we got church chairs. Nice church chairs, and then just working all the logistics of that out, deliveries, and when somebody's oh, going to yeah. be knocking on the door, and I have to be at the shop. And have you yeah. missed some people? Like, well, like today, the the. UPS guy, which is my bread and butter at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, he apparently came at like ten o'clock this morning. I was in bed. Oh know? no, kidding! So it's like, and we have an elevator. I call whatever, and he left a note. So what, like, what? What kind of hours when you open? Um, you we're looking envision? at I think eleven to ten during the week, uh, except for Sunday, like like twelve to eight or something yeah. like that. That's what we talked about. But like I like I say, Monday like if somebody comes. wants to be there and they want to run a game, and you know if it's after hours, you want they want to stay longer. I don't care to sit there and like chill out and hang out with them. That doesn't bother me at all. So this is kind of a very pedestrian question. So your money is made hopefully off people buying things they need for their games. Yeah, that and like um, I mean everybody knows this. I mean the board games stuff like that. We won't talk about markup or anything, but like the the card games like the Magic, the Pokemon, Yu Gi Ohs, whatever. It's like selling those singles too. Like we buy it a certain oh, percentage. I see. We'll buy it a certain percentage for either like store credit or, or you know, cash or whatever, and then sell them at the market value. Whatever. I got you. So, yeah. Cards so that's, are cards that's where, pay the bills. That's where cards that's, pay the bills. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, he owned a shop in in Whitesburg and, and, and Corbin, and he, he told me that for years. Like Magic pays the bills. Everything else is just you know there. The extra stuff, whatever. But he's like, magic paid my bills. So yeah. you will constantly be buying yourself, and then th- those cards get displayed? Right. And uh, so, like right now, we're, we're buying up to a certain percentage or whatever for a limited time just to get some inventory in there. And sure. then it'll go back down whatever. But then, yeah, we'll resell you know, full market value using certain websites off, off the internet, whatever. And have you seen some pretty positive feedback, you know, community-wise and people, uh, interest, I guess I should say? Oh, definitely. There, there's, I mean, tons of people that are like, volunteering their time to come in and like they oh, pass yeah. out flyers. Oh, they want to bring like baked goods to the grand opening. They're like, and just a lot of people like I joined a, uh, a discord. Don't know if they, if you're familiar with discord or whatever, but um, Tristan of discord. Correct. You familiar? No. Oh, okay. So enlighten <laughs> us, Dan. Uh, it's, I mean, it's just another, like a chat thing. Like, um, where you can like, uh, it has voice chat or you can like post things in there or whatever. Um, but, 
Uh, I joined a Discord recently of this guy, Ross. I don't remember his last name, but he has like, there's probably 200 people in this Discord of like local players and stuff like that. So, yeah. And, uh, you feel like this is a need that Berea has? I I, I don't assume yeah, there's yeah. a competitor. I've heard, that a lot. I've heard that a lot too. There's mm-hmm. no like they did have a competitor like you know, uh, but I know that that owner or whatever, and he's like, I'm happy you guys are opening the store. He's like, Berea needs it because he doesn't oh, have the nice. time. He doesn't have the time to devote to his his store anymore. You know, so um, yeah, definitely like a lot of positive feedback. So and I hope everybody that's hey we're going to come whatever hope they all come right <laughs> yeah. right, right that's right. been the, the main thing like man i hope all these people that say they're going to come right show up it was definitely kind of one of those things where we were a little nervous at first it was like i hope there's a market here but then I'll as soon as it. we put it out there it blew up it and we were like wow there really is, is a that's lot cool. of people, people come from all over right like this is oh, not, yeah. i'm sure people will be in london and say oh man that's cool right. i'm gonna come up and, and check that out we're in really that's cool the only place that i know of in kentucky that has like the the opportunity to have those private game rooms. Well, nice. and we were talking a little bit in your shop before we came down here, Dan, and you had made the comment that sometimes in those places they're a little too exposed, and people walk through yeah. and make some half-assed comments, and it kind of can yeah. tick you off. And that was sort of something you thought about. Yeah, because you know, like uh, I'll be running a game somewhere, for instance, like I was talking about where Dustin would fuel people there, but other people walking around, they kind of look butt into the creative process as it were. Like if I'm deep in and explaining something to people, what's going on or whatever. And somebody else just walks up and starts start staring at me. That's kind of like, sure. Off putting a little bit. Right. You know? So, and you're kind of like, you kind of kept that in mind. Yeah, you don't so. put the feel like you're together. in like a fishbowl where people are walking. Yeah, like like you're on display, but also like I could see like customers being intimidated walking in with like a table of, or, you know, tables of like 20 something people playing and they've never been in there before. That would be intimidating to me to walk right. in and be like, I don't know what I'm looking so for. you've been around so, this most of your life. Do you yeah. run into, obviously you run into people. In fact, if I remember correctly, my daughter might've been one who for whatever reason, don't like it. They just think I, that I the role play is whatever. I don't whatever. understand that out. Cause unless she didn't try it enough or I don't know. I don't know what her, why she didn't like Damn it. Cause, you like, kid. Cause I mean, yeah. you know, um, another friend of ours, cat, whatever, she's a theater kid also. And she really, and she gets really into the characters and yeah. really like does the voices and sure. everything. She loves it so much. And I thought that'd be something Brielle would enjoy. And she's just like, this is silly. We have found several board games like, that we this. think Brielle would enjoy. Yeah. There's like a, a lot of cat, cat board games. Oh, yeah, right. And we're so. like, every time we see one, we're like, Brielle would love this. Yeah, just cat <laughs> and, you're, and you guys live in Brielle, so you're not, how far are you from your home to the it, shop? It takes me like three minutes. To nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, That's nice. great. Somebody calls for a delivery. I'm like, all right, I'll be right there. And, I'm, <laughs> and I'm you're there. a Brielle. I guess you're actually paint lick. I'm paint lick address, but it's really Brielle for me. Yeah, for sure. It's a great town. It's a great town. It's pretty nice. And I can tell you guys are going to do good just from talking to you. It I, certainly I, seems that way. I deal yeah. with so many that's, businesses. Like, that's my job. And, mm-hmm. and you get such a feel from people when you talk to them for a few minutes. You're like, oh, man, you're going to struggle. You know? <laughs> and it's and really talking well, to you guys, I I have a great feeling about your business. Well, I think you guys time, are, you know, they say if you can find something that's a passion, you're right, you never work. You, you know, you're not going – if you – if you wake up thinking, oh, this sucks, that's drudgery. I don't think that's going to be the case with this because it is a labor of love. Well, we have Daniel who is like big in the RPG games, the board games, really all of it, but especially the RPG and board games. And then we have Dustin, our business partner, who is like huge in the trading card games. So both of them are would be considered experts in the field and pretty well known in the community that you know people come to them for advice. So I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be really good. So I'm glad to hear that you you feel that yeah, way. I, too. Have I, have, I have a lot of anxiety attacks over that. Yeah. Oh, oh, sure. That's so good. Oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. Have you for, for real? Oh, yeah. Like wake, yeah, woken up. I thought she told him, I was like, it's it. notoriously stressful starting a like, business. Yeah. May I suggest bourbon and marijuana? <laughs> Even vodka seems to work for mine. Or, I don't know if that yeah. would go well with mine. So <laughs> fair. I'll talk to you guys for a minute so, outside. I'll, so I, I hear. Got Dan. a little advice. I, you know that's secondhand. I, so I hear. <laughs> Bourbon and marijuana. That'd be a good name for a store. Here's a good question. Let's get off on anxiety for a minute. Does everybody? Yeah, we're talking. Does yeah. everybody have anxiety? What do you think? I, Honestly, I feel like everybody has some sort some of mental illness. Absolutely. Right. A hundred percent. I mean, like look real. at me. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, no, I agree with you. Spectrum, right. And no, I agree. I know I do. I can't exonerate yeah. myself. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we do. Our whole house, even our dogs are medicated. We got a therapy oh, dog a for our therapy uh, we got, dog. We got a dog for our dog, so she wouldn't be uh, I'm not here. making this up. We got a therapy dog for our therapy dog. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think, though, uh, 
Uh, I can get off a tangent on that. No, let's do no, it. That's what we're here for. Go ahead. No, we're still, yeah, we're good on time. You slightly all, off topic. Yeah, you all don't know what you're asking for. No, I think that like civilization has progressed so fast. Oh, yeah. And like everything just comes at us so fast. And I don't so much like information. Just so, so much, much information. information I don't feel like we've been able to evolve quick enough well, I, as Mesa, humans. I, I think there's actually studies being yeah, done now about that, exactly that. You know, and I saw something just like today or yesterday that was like, we know we've come across more information in like 10 minutes than our ancestors back in that, uh, even early 1900s. Absolutely. Saw in their whole day. Absolutely. You know, like. But it's amazing. Yeah. So now we are off on a tangent. Sorry, Dan. We're bad wolf gaming. That's what we're here for. Bad wolf gaming. But you know. Come to bad wolf gaming. We'll talk about anxiety. There's a great. (laughs) A little side counseling. Yeah. yeah, But in my mind, there's a great paradox to the internet and all the information. Because if you go back, because I'm the oldest one here. And even though I'm not. Um, you know, a social media person. I, I, I try to be aware. So I've watched all this evolution. And if you went back to the mid nineties, turn of the century, 2000, which is such a weird term, turn of the century, turn but it century. was true. Yeah. Um, it was going to be revolutionary. It was going to make everybody bright. It was going to give us all this information. And in some ways it's a paradox in that it's almost dumb people down because so much comes at them. They can't absorb it. And it's also allowed people to crawl into those little holes where those echo, ch- echo chambers, where they oh, get yeah. their own view and no other view. And so really the experiment hasn't quite lived up to maybe what it was billed as. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse for it, sure. It, like, absolutely, nice. which is so much of life. But I would right. like to know, Dan, do you feel like that the in- information age is a product or is a root of so much anxiety for so many people, or do you think it's deeper than that? And I ask that sincerely. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The ADHD went off. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Very good. You're mid panic attack right now. <laughs> Bourbon and marijuana. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so I do have a, a Facebook question from Todd Clanton from Meade County. He was very curious. He wants to get into Dungeons and Dragons, but he read online that Vin Diesel plays, and he struggles with that because he very much dislikes Vin Diesel. He probably did it for like a charity or something. No, no, Vin Diesel does play. He, really like, does he, play? he wrote a foreword in like I, don't, I think it's the fifth edition book. Maybe. Are you serious? Yeah, it's it's, it's I in there. Like, cool. He's he's one of those celebrities that's like it brought it to the forefront of not being just for nerds. Him and uh, is it some Magnello, no. whatever his yeah. name is. Joey. And like, now this Joe is Magnello. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Joe Magnello. Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. But now this is game goes back to the seventies. Uh, Gary Gygax. Gary Gygax yeah. or Gigax? Yeah, Gygax, yeah, Gary, yeah, yeah, Gygax, um, who passed away a few years back. But this is an old game. This yeah, is not it's been new. for quite a while. Yeah, it's, right. It's in its fifth iteration, fifth edition iteration. Or whatever yeah, right now. which is it's like a, very cool. Like I said, that's and, kind of a generic term. though, like D and D. And Daniel, wasn't there? Uh, I have a recollection again. Just kind of. Because I'm sort of a sponge for all things sort of, you know, societally. There was a thing in the 80s where they were there were some preachers talking the, the devil. Yeah, the satanic aspect of D&D and all that yeah. shit. I was right? just going to oh say, it's, it's on its fifth edition and it's 10th satanic panic. Yeah, right. Satanic panic. So, That's what it's called. Yeah. Right? Am I right funny. about that? Yeah, there was a, I, yeah. I have an example of that, too. Kind of like growing up, again, poor, and in a religious household. My man. Did you know yeah, right. Tristan grew up poor? Well, that's why yeah, I didn't here. play Wanted magic. I've heard that. Because <laughs> it was satanic panic. Well, that's you what I was going to say. Yeah. We're yeah. sitting there, me and my, my friend Chris Thornsberry, whatever, as I break the microphone. Oh, no, no worries. We're sitting there hanging out, and uh, we have all the magic cards laid out on the, on the floor, whatever. I just <laughs> want my big memories, whatever. And then what age are you? Uh, Probably like 15, okay. 16. And we have them all lit on the carpet. We're looking at them. I don't know who knows what we're doing. And uh, here comes my mother walking in behind us. And we're like, the door was open. And we're like, oh, God. Because we had one of them was called like demonic cords. And they had like a picture of like <laughs> these demons in hell, essentially, or whatever. And your mom's uh, quite like, Christian. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like she <laughs> yeah. thought, you know, Michael Jackson and uh, Bon Jovi were the devil. Uh, rock and roll music, anyway. So she funny? walks in. And I was like, oh, that card's cute. And she picks up another card and like sets no it down way. and walks out. On, and we just look at each other like, oh, my God. <laughs> we just avoided that, you know, confrontation. But That's yeah. funny. I feel like, um, you know, Satan and Pank has come back around some with like, the whole people, you know, Hollywood eating babies and stuff. Oh but anyways, God. let's not get off on that. But please, don't. oh, yeah. that's no, let's not. But anyway, so Ooh. there's another round of satanic panic going around right now. We've definitely had some people of a certain generation that have messaged us and be like, "What are you doing in there? What kind of shop is What kind that? of shop is this? 
So we, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We, oh, we no just want to be clear that we are not eating babies in That's, bad wolf no, That was one of my jokes <laughs> I said the other day. Somebody said, what's no. the difference between like fifth, fourth or fifth edition or whatever? And I said, fifth edition requires more goats when you play it. But <laughs> I've known, so I've got to ask you about that. You've yeah. actually had some people who I mean, they've like, not cons- but, no, like, come out and like, said, but it's, you can tell her tone and just from posts that they've put on God, Facebook. I would have that, never thought you know. about that. That's yeah. wild. And one of the only rules we actually have for sponsors of Extreme Common Sense is that we ask the you don't traffic children so oh yeah, it, yeah. we definitely don't do so, okay. or drink their blood no no we blood drinking none of the QAnon craziness we are so. not um, <laughs> devil worshipping in in bad wolf gaming or I texted, anything like that Speak I texted Ray earlier today about some of that stuff <laughs> just kidding that's a joke yeah that's crazy but there are though. a lot of people that people still are. kind of had that stigma around it you know I'll never I just, I satanic panic is kind of a general Yeah. Term. Why do they think that? Like, what about everything? And you saw it with the Harry Potter and the Wizarding and World. Exactly. And why do people think everything that is just a little bit of fantasy is the devil? Right. Is it all mama from the water boy? there's a lot of, like, magic and witchcraft in the Bible. Yeah. Well, I was right. saying, you know what? Nasa, <laughs> I was, you took the word from your mouth. Ma- yeah. Your, uh, ma- took it from your mouth. mouth. <laughs> to God's ears. From your mouth ears. to God's ears. That's really true. Yeah. Now, you that probably we don't want to get off on, but no, yes, let's not. There's, there's, let's not. My parents you know, might be listening. Yeah, Matt, well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> talking snakes. That's Sorry, why I was Daniel this and, going, yeah. But there is, I mean, you know, but it's all allegory and fantasy, and I mean, that's oh wow. But literally, what is the reason for that? Is I mean, there like a reason? Well, because you know, like I was talking about religious character, or whatever. So in D and D, there's you know these characters that worship other gods, or whatever. So it's and they're like something like no gods before me or. Something like that. I don't know. But I even in a group board game, oh, I see. Like once, to, once or twice a week for 15 years. But see, Dan, you, know you, I mean? so. you thought this might be difficult, and we've already killed 50 minutes. You haven't done oh, your gosh. bit yet. And, now, blast, and we huh? do have yeah, to talk about um, Bad Wolf Gaming. And they, Is we, there are, any more we are now sponsored, Tristan. We, we, we have never hit even the answered time. the Vin Diesel. It's marvelous. Question. I saw that. We I've been reading I've been reading his. Yeah, no. And again, last night, I just I wrote down like the first 15 things that I thought about. So almost all the questions are completely irrelevant. And I'm going to ask you some questions uh, that I asked Adam Rosales last week, a major league baseball player. So I'll just ask you some baseball questions too. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> That'll be silence. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, and I think that's this, the ball down with the stitches. Is that the one where they hit that with, big? But yeah. they hit it with like the small. Yeah, they hit it with a piece with the of football wood. bat. Yeah. The football well, bat. That's the, right. Yeah. But it has to go over the net. You have to hit, <laughs> a, touch, <laughs> hit a touchdown. That's a, that's a different to receive okay. ace. Right. <laughs> but no, I think this is fun too because my questions were all stupid because I don't know enough to. Right. That's what I said. Our naiveness so might help right. Dan explain There's it. No, yeah. There's no question to stupid unless I right. hear it. Actually, what? Really? Dan, do you want to look at my list of dumb questions and pick one and answer it? Let me ask for one of your dumb My list of dumb questions. I hope your folks do listen. I marked out most of the ones yeah. that I thought were either too dumb or I've already asked. This one, uh, number seven here, can you play D&D under the influence? Um, oh, that, good question. Stand, I hate doing that. A lot of people do under different influences. <laughs> we'll, we won't go into specifics, but there is a lot of that that goes on. Some people, a personal reference there. A lot of people do. One might be in this room. No. Uh, what? Here we go. Turn the podcast it, off, Mom and Dad. What's, what's it like working with Ray? I mean, it's pretty much was like that the like, question you asked. I thought well, we could have honestly, enjoyed that because we both have worked with Ray. Well, so but honestly, like that's how this podcast developed. It really is because we spend too much time in the office just kind of bullshitting. That's and, pretty much. Uh, I get there an hour early every day. So you all time. have worked together before too? You and Tristan and I, yeah, did several years. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah. And I said, well, let's just turn it into a podcast, which he did all the legwork on, and I did all the paying. But now it looks like I'm off the hook on the paying. Look part, at that! So, now man, I'm just doing the legwork, and you're getting the damn checks. I got a deal. I got a deal now. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Nasa. But no, that's really how it evolved. We would have these conversations. Maybe somebody would be interested. I don't know. But but the nice thing about guests is you're going to tell somebody to listen. You're Hopefully, if your folks are listening, we didn't offend you too much. I don't know. Uh, have, have people been supportive? You know, I know yeah. family member. My brother, where he has, you know, he's like, uh, his thing was, you know, he has his own business or whatever. It's quite successful. And it's his trucking company. And he's, uh, she's laughing over there. But, you know, but he's like, I'm glad you you've done it. I, I, you know, I have my own business. You have your own now. At least you tried it. You know what I mean? You, you've, you've attempted it. Nobody, not, not a lot of people could say that, Hey, I've started my own Actually, business. Actually, so. you need to picture the shirt as well for well, the, yeah, website. let's after, after the, okay. the show, right, we'll, cool. we'll get yeah. a, we'll, we'll get cool. a couple pictures, <clears throat> but no family has been supportive. Uh, Great. They're excited. But for but us. Caleb's not- excited. Oh yeah. He has bragging rights, which he always had bragging rights anyways. 
because of the bowling alley. He's like, I want to work at the bowling alley. You know what I mean? He'd be like, now it's like, I want to work at the shop. My, That's cool. My dad uh, is the manager there, and <laughs> I have a, you know, I can do the arcade anytime I want, play bowling anytime I want. So now he's. You know, his dad owns a game shop, so that's pretty cool too. Yeah, that's very cool. Some of the family—I yeah. mean, some of the family members, like her mom, was like, "So, what do you guys do here? Like, what is this place?" <laughs> you know what I've told people? Oh, I'm sure. Sure. A lot of people it's, don't get it. But sure. I've told them, Lucas, that, how do you make money? Yeah. Yeah. How do you make money? A lot of people don't get it, but it's just like any other hobby. You know, people spend tons of money on hunting and fishing. They do. People spend tons Golf. of money on on sports. Hobby podcasts. Know. Yeah. Hobby podcasts. So it's a hobby, just like anything else. People spend money on it. You know, if, they, sure. if that's their thing, then it is. And a lot of people don't get it because it's not like, you know, I guess as common as sports or hunting and fishing in this area at right. least. But it is becoming more mainstream. But that's a great analogy. Yeah. That's a great comparison. Mm-hmm. A great analogy yeah. because people will spend money on things that they like to do. They right. simply will. Right. That's why they we spend so much on our children. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. So you got your. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's do our very first ever sponsored break. Okay. And we're doing this sponsored break brought to you by Bad Wolf Gaming yes. and Berea. You can check them out online at www.badwolf.games. Write that down, please, so we know Bad it every Wolf week. We have all the social media. Or the Facebook page or the Instagram account or Twitter. All Bad Wolf. Pretty generic. Yep. All right, and since we're going to take this Bad Wolf Gaming break, and since we're a little bit new to the podcast game, I want to talk a little bit, Ray, about something that we talk about often, which is cancel culture and boycotting. When I say cancel culture, I bet you think about those crybaby liberals who won't eat a Chick-fil-A and hate Dave Chappelle now. But no, I want to talk about the snowflakes who refuse to watch NFL football anymore because Colin Kaepernick... You mean to tell me one black man with an opinion has made you give up every Sunday and Monday for the rest of your lives? Not worth it. I think Michael Jackson is a pedophile, but I'm not changing the channel if Billie Jean comes on. (laughs) I mean, Kramer dropped the N-word. You think I'm never watching Seinfeld again? Of course I disagree with Michael Richards and, of course, Michael Jackson, but I'm separating the art from the artist. Because if I have to give up one of my favorite sports before I can fit in with my cool political friends, I'm going to be an independent. So calm down, snowflakes, grab some nachos and an ice-cold Budweiser. Life's too short to boycott everything. Especially with the Bengals playing with the right to yeah. go to the chance right? to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yes. so, yeah, have so, you all seen the Carhartt boycott? I have indeed heard so that. Oh, you were, from, we, you, we were talking about it. You mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, I'm from Estill County, and so it's been a big deal at Estill County because that's where they're big manufacturing. And give us, the, give us the highlights of it. Well, just a lot of people have been very supportive in our hometown of it. There's been a few that... That haven't. But it's and being boycotted. Why? Because vaccine. The they, vaccine they want mandate. people to be vaccinated. People, people, some of people course. lost their job in of the, course. in the community, which stinks, but you know, that's the it, thing about vaccines, right? And we will not get off on this topic, yeah. but it, it's a choice. Like if your employer, if my employer or anybody here's employer if bad wolf gaming said, guys, we need you to get vaccinated as a, as a health precaution. Look at somebody's choice to say yes or no. Right. You know, nobody was just fired for no reason. Right. Like they said, right. they could have said, I'll get the vaccine or if not, if it's that important to me, I'll go somewhere else. Right. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But the community has been mostly supportive because I mean, gosh, Carhartt has kept oh, gosh, yeah. so many lots on in the, in, in, our, in, yeah, yeah, sure. in urban. So, right. It's it's hit really close to home with that whole yeah absolutely thing. it's crazy and it thinks that everything's political because yeah. if it was fifteen years ago it wouldn't you know people wouldn't be so divided on it people are generally scared of needles and there would still be a little resistance but it wouldn't be like it is now I think so yeah. it's just kind of a shame it's all political it, it is so somewhere down the road we can do a zoom from or whatever that technology is now called that Troy uses from Daniel's shop yeah absolutely and Daniel Nacy's shop yeah and oh, we it's Daniel's Daniel's shop. I'm just the creative director. I the feel, creative director. I cool. feel like you're selling yourself short, and I feel like you're a pretty big part of this. <laughs> Truly is. I mean, I tell her all the time I couldn't do it without her. She does Aww. a lot of stuff. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> um, I have been a big part of it, but I'm not on the payroll. <laughs> oh, no, I still have a There's that. Yeah, that's right. There's that. Uh, <clears throat> so closed Monday? Yeah, Monday is going to be the day we're closed, Okay, uh, I believe, and then um, – Whenever the second is, like I said, we're going to do like a soft opening, and then and February opening on the fourth is what day yeah. of the week? Friday, Friday, Friday February. 4th. And so, yeah. by the time people hear this, they will be open and running. So this will probably be, yeah. you know, <laughs> around Super Bowl time when <laughs> folks will hear this. So yeah, so yes, they're already open. Well, it's going you great. Pull some strings, you yeah. should have the ability to do that. Maybe you can get it dropped a week from Friday. Uh, it's possible. Possibly, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. 
no doubt. Yeah. Well, I, man, awesome. I, I realize how much you're looking forward to this, even though it's a lot of work. And needless to say, we wish you all the best. And uh, tell folks again one, one more time where you're located. It's uh, 7-Eleven Chestnut Street, uh, Suite 2. And a multiple. Korea, Kentucky. Right. And a, a multiple uh, a, a multiple ways that folks can contact you. What's the Is there a store number or is it just your cell phone? Um, yeah, I have the. 859 646 Is there a landline in the phone, in the store? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the landline. Has it been ringing some? No, no, no. Other I than my, me calling it saying, oh, yeah, it works. We haven't really no. advertised yeah. that. Yeah. That's Mostly it's just been like Facebook messages. Yeah. And Which, stuff. Or my phone blows so up. So out of touch. That's stuff, the way people right. converse now, yeah. Yeah, nobody even uses landlines Well, that went pretty well. That Dan was, was worried, and I, I, I was not because I know myself. You know what that kind of, if our niche is nothing, it's not really running out of stuff to talk about. So <laughs> a lot I of BS. I, I, had, I had fun. Did you have fun, Nathan? Oh yeah. I loved it. Well, we're, we're going to, uh, you can have me back on. I love to talk about anything. Stuff Politics? Like oh yeah. Yeah. I have opinions and oh, you need a God. woman's perspective. Absolutely. We do. Deal. And, and one of the things, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. And one of the things we run into, and it's absolutely true. We've probably had seven or eight guests and everyone have a been very good on the show and b more than willing to come back on. Oh, so yeah. it's tough. Like, you know, cause we want to bring our old folks on and new and folks. New it's, folks. It's, we almost yeah. killed the hour without me mentioning this is, this may be, um, not just a gold star, but Dan may stand alone. Daniel has listened to every single podcast. That alone is is worth uh, it is because I was bored by a few of them. So, yeah, no, no I, I slept through the first four for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he came in but, the other day and we were talking about putting on some music, and he said, "Here, started, I got something for you." And he said, "It was your podcast." podcast. <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, what is that?" I've listened to a couple, but I'll be honest, I have not listened to all yeah, of them. I, I don't know. And you survived. I, I survived. I I'll be gaming at night and just listen to it. Well, we but we would absolutely that. And love to have you guys back on. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. Yeah. And we'll come to the shop and we'll do a a, a, dun, a D and D and, and Tristan and I'll do some role play and do a D and D. We should do a podcast where you all create characters. That would be great. That would be a blast. Daniel can yeah. walk you through that That'd whole be process. Hilarious. And me, because I never remember how to do it What's after four years. What's constitution mean? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what, do I, what do I put in here again? So let's thank Nate at Stove Leg Media. Yes. Let's thank Troy, who, again, is uh, invaluable to the show. Troy with uh, Front, Porch. Front Porch Studios here is just unbelievable. And, and uh, all our listeners, all our folks that uh, interact on Facebook, and now our sponsor, Bad Wolf Gaming. Bad Wolf Gaming. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much, Daniel. Thank you, Nasa. And if we could, we'd like to go out today with a little bit of... Oh, yes. DC Talk. Two honks and a Negro, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. There it is. <laughs>